of time. Within this movement, there was a light, sounds, a universal energy forming organic tribal algorithms that spans the globe, reaching down to its very core. Caitlin McKenzie Smith. I am from Pasco, Washington, and I moved to LA about three years ago. Um, this movement is important to me because I think it well, it should be important to everyone. I mean, it's a it's a really great part of our time, really big part of our time. Probably not a it's not a great part of our time, but it's a big part of our time, and it's something that we should all be very cognizant about. And I think that um, that the fact that we could create a song for this movement is is probably one of the best ways to be a part of it. It's it's showing that we know what's going on, that we care what's going on, that um, and that we can do something about it in an artistic way. And um, yeah, that's that's kind of my view upon on that subject. Awesome, awesome. I am Andrea Hudson, Drea. It's fine. You can call me that. Um, I'm from Springfield, Mass. I am 26 years old. Um, I've been in L.A. for about three and a half to four years off and on. Um, I would probably say that this movement is gigantic. I mean, I think that it it consumes not only the 1%, but, uh, you know, the 99% as well. And I think that it's a great way to put together three completely different backgrounds of people to create one very clear, clear message, and that's to come together and occupy the space positively as opposed to negatively um, by blaming each other or or other people for any shortcomings and downfalls. Um, And I think that that's what positive, influential music is all about, and, and that's what we're about doing. 
That is beautiful. But, um, my name is Zach Bromberg, and I'm from Tucson, Arizona, originally. Uh, I'm 26 years old as well. Um, and this movement uh, is is a, a definite uh, example of the times that we're in, the awakening that is occurring all over the world. Um, people are starting to understand that they have a voice and, you know, the normal ways of life don't exist anymore. So um, being a part of this song was uh, a really fascinating experience and powerful. Um, you know, the, the different aspects that each one of us contributed, you know, completed this, and uh, I really hope... You know, it spreads. Hey, 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 ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? This is Uncle Earl from the Underground Experience here at KCLAFM and KLED Live. How you doing? We are doing something a little different today, something that is much needed and much I've been waiting for this for quite a while to have these young people come in and talk with me today. As you know, I always bring you something different, uh, some thought-provoking and just challenging issues and voices and I definitely have that today with this group of individuals. I'm happy to have them here today. How are you guys doing? Good, good, good. Yeah. Excellent. Thank yes, you. great. Well, um, right off the bat, I would love to know, jump in and know a little bit more about you before we get into the world because I like people to know who people are because we, we have these shows that come on, they play music all day long same artist you don't know who they are where they come from what they do what they what their lives are like and, and they're just pumped into our heads and we're just robots that are programmed like big, by big brother and it's like okay okay i gotta buy that because they said so, you know so i want to know who you are so caitlin yes. you are from the lovely state of washington i am yes and how long have you been in l.a i've been here for a little over three years okay and you loving it i love it yeah, yeah. do you miss home of course yeah it's home <laughs> i mean do you get back often <laughs> No, no, I don't. I I get I go home about once a year. Okay. Yeah, but they, they always ask you to come back home more, don't they? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Everybody has a birthday, you know, uh -huh. Christmas. Right. You know. Nice. <laughs> and and I, besides singing this song, I heard that you are operatically trained. Yeah. Yeah. I I went to school for it um, in Washington. I um, and then I moved to. Montana, so I went to school in Montana too, and then I, I kind of took another route, went jazzy, and now I'm a singer-songwriter here. Nice, nice, nice. And um, do you would you prefer a different any genre, or you like everything? You just like to sing. I like everything. You like everything. Yeah, I love I love singing. The way it should be, huh? Right, right. right Burn yeah. the box, okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Andrea. Hello, hello. Um, <laughs> yeah, I uh, I've been here. I think the like, same time as Caitlin, yeah, we, yeah. we kind of been going through this L.A. Waves. wave together. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, but uh, I like it. I, th I think it's very interesting. It's different. Um, being from the East Coast, um, I mean, the people are, are definitely interesting, but, but all in all, it's it's been great. Mm -hmm. It's a little strange to, you know, not have snow on Christmas or even be able to uh, well, go to the Well, you can go up beach. to the mountains or that, you know. That's true. You can drive. <laughs> you can drive with chains on your car. Um, yeah, but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I've been writing for a really long time. Um, initially, I, I've been, I, I wrote poetry. I think, I think I used to write, like, children's books when I was, like, 11 or something. Really? Yeah, like, weird. You got weird. The early. Yeah, really early. But, uh... That's on your bio. It said they were, like, Lego blocks for you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, I just... 
I mean, I, I absolutely love everything that has to do with words and writing and mm-hmm. just being able to personify an experience and, and write about things that other people you don't even know can relate about is is amazing. So I, I feel very, very lucky to have that to have that uh, talent. Great. And you're from Springfield, man. Yes. I am. Which is close to my heart because my best friend's from Springfield. Amazing. Yes, yes. Brian Baldwin. Spring, my brother. Springfield, Mass. is actually where Dr. Seuss is from. So I have like half a sleeve of Dr. Seuss tattooed on my body. Okay. And the man Zach, how you doing? I'm doing really well, thank you. How you doing? Yeah, I'm. I'm. You know, I'm good. I'm so excited. I'm energized right now. Um, before we get into your music, you know, you have an interesting career. You you started doing something as a kid. Yes. <laughs> you were a tennis player. Yeah, uh, 18 months. 18 old. months. Yeah. How'd that uh, happen? It was just from walks with my grandmother uh, at the park. Mm. And the was she a pro. tennis player? Too? No, actually, no one in my family is really an athlete. Uh, hmm. They're more, mostly musicians and artists. Okay. Um, so my grandma would sit me on the side of the court, and the pro came out, and he said that he's never seen someone of my age follow the ball back and forth like mm. that, and he would like to give me lessons. So, wow. you know, coming from like a single mother household and different situations, it was kind of like an outlet for me, mm-hmm. you know. Nice. As most people, you know, we all have our obstacles, so mm-hmm. it, it was a very special experience. But then, you know, things just kind of change and evolve, and the love I have for, for music now is actually greater than it was for athletics, so it's mm-hmm. been a very fascinating ride. So did you go city and state with it? Uh, I was actually playing professionally. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so, you went all the way. Yeah. I mean, it was it for me. That was, okay. you know, was so going to be my life. Pull out some of those accolades. What you got? <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, I mean, I was recruited to play at, at the University of Arizona. And, okay. Uh, I was a top-ranked national junior player, and, you know, it was it. That was my path. And nice. then all of a sudden I came down with a pretty severe back injury that uh, was a blessing mm. in reality. A lot of pain, but through that pain has come, like, a lot of, you know, spiritual love. So. Mm. And that, that segue you into music. Totally, yeah. Yeah, and how has that journey been? Beautiful. It's been, you know, like everything, it's, you know, when you're blessed to have something that you actually love doing or passionate about. It's it's only up to you to how far you can take it. That's right. So That's right. For me, it's just a matter of just working and staying focused and, you know, staying hungry. Nice. So how do you guys know each other? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't all speak Organically. <laughs> we know each other organically. Okay. So, um, but, yeah, uh, I met Drea through at a party randomly one night and, that definitely actually changed up my whole, you know, my whole world, really, after that. After meeting her, just switched into a new gear, and then I met, fortunately, met Caitlin through, through Drea. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's how I know these two, yeah. you know, artistic beings. I'm, I met Caitlin through a friend of ours that actually is from Washington yeah. but lived in Boston. Wow. Yeah. She went to college in Boston. And then was in L.A. <laughs> yeah. Circle line. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> we love whiskey, so that's how <laughs> we know each other. Hey, hey, hey. hey, you like Jameson? I like Jameson. Yes, that's <laughs> <weird. laughs> Yeah. Cool, cool. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is just a sneak peek version of what's com- about to come. We will be back with more on the Underground Experience with me, your host, Captain and DJ Uncle Earl, right after this break.
Hey, hey, welcome back to the Underground Experience with me, your host, Captain and DJ, Uncle Earl. Yet and still another voyage awaits you. We are going deep, deep down into the music and the Occupy Industry movement. I'm here with Zach, Drea, and Caitlin. How y'all doing? Well, You're doing well? Very well. Very well, good. Okay, now I'd love to know who were some of your influences in music. This time we'll start with Zach. All right. Um, Larry Dunn and uh, Earth, Wind & Fire. Uh-oh. Definitely. Uh-oh. Uh, we got now. Probably, <laughs> probably the biggest influence. Uh, once I saw him, he was at a gig that my uncle did, and I saw him play live, I was just blown away. Nice. Oh, you mentioned that to me. You said your family yeah. were musicians. Can you, Can we... Yeah, they're jazz, uh, yeah. jazz musicians and folk musicians. Um, huh. uh, we have a my uncle Brian is, I guess, the most well known uh, throughout the world. But he's a jazz bassist, you know, um, and uh, he's he's a beast with his bass. He's a beast, <laughs> unbelievable. Um, and he's definitely been, you know, a very strong, you know, motivation. Mm-hmm. So um, an influence. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just in different ways, you know, creatively, definitely more of, you know, like Earth, Wind & Fire and uh, Minnie Ripperton and uh, nice. Tina Marie, you know, these oh, just yeah. people that just transcend the whole space-time. And, mm. Have you ever done any music with your relatives? Um, like nothing official. No? You know, nothing. I'm, uh, excuse me, I mean, Brian did uh, uh, play bass in the Occupy song. Mm. Um, but otherwise, we've never. We have a bunch of demos that we have just sitting there, but we've we haven't put them into you know finished piece you know piece of right. work yet. But it will will happen okay. definitely. Um, and then I have another uncle David who's a drummer uh, out in New York actually. Um, and my grandfather was a drummer. Mm. Played with you know a bunch of like like Ernie Watts and nice. old, you know old nice. school, just real real talent. You cool. know? So it's definitely uh, you know as I've evolved, I'm you know it's changing my my mind of mm-hmm. what my motives and, and aspirations are cool so but then you know on the flip side you know timberland and zaytoven <laughs> and gucci man right. you know these are all things that resonate differently in my soul you know that trigger a different part of you know my inspiration so and everything you mm-hmm. know but, but mostly you know old school real soul music you nice. know that's where it's at nice nice and Ms. Drea. um i uh, my grandfather his name is actually irving lewis senior um, he was a very well-known saxophone player, um, and they called him the Silver Fox. Right. So when I when I was a kid, he always used to play and try to teach me, but I just don't have the lungs <laughs> or the breath for the saxophone. But uh, I always had a very strong admiration for that. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as well-known artists, I would have to say you know, my parents grew up listening to the Isley Brothers mm. and, and the Whispers and the Temptations and the Commodores and... Um, I mean, as I got older, I dipped into all genres. Like, I love folk music. I love rock. I love hip-hop. I love pop. I love it all. I love rap. I love all that. Mm-hmm. Um, my, I mean, I absolutely love Nas. I love Eminem. Mm-hmm. Lauren Hill, of course. Lauren. I work with Lauren. She's amazing. 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 Love her. Jean Grey. Yay. She's amazing. Talib Kweli. Most Def Common. All those guys. Like, I, I really, when I look for inspiration... I'm a lyricist, so if if the lyrics don't exactly speak to me, 
it doesn't inspire me. Mm-hmm. Like it might make me dance or nod my head mm-hmm. or order a drink, but uh, <laughs> it doesn't exactly inspire me. So I'm definitely inspired by lyricism. Yes. I mean, Eminem is just, he's unreal. Yeah. Like he's kind of inspired me to just do whatever I want to do, despite what people want me to do, mm-hmm. because he broke every barrier. Didn't he? Crazy, crazy. Serious, serious. Definitely. Nice. It's Caitlin. How you doing? I'm great. Good. You're looking good over there in the corner. Ah, thanks. (laughs) Bring it out, baby. So so who are some people that, um, I know you you have such a vast array of vocal training. Right. So what what was the impetus to sing, first of all? Oh, well, to sing, actually, I mean, with music Mm. in general, it's always been my mother. She's, Mm. She's a very talented musician. And she, um, she kind of was the one that got me into vocal training. She, I would sing constantly. I would pretend that I was an opera singer. And there's, I mean, there's video, home videos of me You had the, br- the brush in front yeah. of the mirror. And was that you? you <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Rolling around, jumping on the bed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I was all over the place. <laughs> so I think that she, she was the one. I've been taking piano since I was a little girl. And, and then I um, decided to do voice. She, mm. she was. She said, hey, we got to get you into doing voice when I was young. Okay. And then I just kind of stuck with it. And, and then as, as for musicians, I mean, I've, I'm influenced by so many. I mean, like Chopin's my favorite. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, um, the mo- he has the most beautiful lines. And, mm-hmm. and just with his music, it's just it's amazing. So do you I, still sing opera today? I mean, do you still I, practice? And I don't, no, don't? Not, not as much. I just kind of, I lost that interest in opera, sadly. Mm. I mean, I still love to listen to it. I still listen to it to this day. But, but what I, I, my, I think, feel like my passion for music is constantly changing mm-hmm. and evolving. And, and um, I, I have waves of different music that I get into. Like, it was jazz for a really long mm. time. That's nice. No, it's uh, yeah. No, it's it's more of that that singer songwriter. That this this the, the simplicity in music I find to be very very beautiful. Like um like Elliot Smith is one of my one of my all time favorites. His lyrics are are phenomenal, and, and the simplicity in his music is just so heartwarming mm-hmm. that I just I kind of I kind of listen to that. Great. Well, I have a challenge for you guys. I challenge you to put this all together for me, like some opera with hip hop and jazz. We, we'll call it hip hop jazz. Hip hop jazz. I mean, you know, create something new that might be kind of nice, you we'll know, do it. We'll to do throw it. that up there. Don't together. throw us challenges hey. now. Yeah. Don't do it. Challenge. challenge. <laughs> so, okay, now we've gotten. You know, let's. What do you feel about the state of the industry right now? Um, I I personally think that the industry is completely opposite of what it used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that if we're talking commercial industry, you know, it's it's probably ages 14 to 18, right? What do they want to hear? What can they sing along to? Mm-hmm. If we're talking about 80s babies such as ourselves, like, we'd rather listen to things that we remember, mm-hmm. right, that bring us back to high school or college mm-hmm. or, or middle school. So it's... I mean, it's it's not even about the record deal anymore. Mm. It's about doing it all on your own because mm-hmm. you now can do that. And as long as you're willing to do that and jump over the hurdles and obstacles, you can do it, mm-hmm. um, which I, I would say is probably a good thing. I mean, we, we have the ability now to take our dreams into our own hands as opposed to needing a higher 
industry power to do it for right, us. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's well, very well said. And I think it's a very exciting time uh, where we're at, but it's obviously completely, you know, gone a 180 from what, you know, the music that inspires, I think, us collectively is all real music. And, you know, these days, you know, the production element is still, you know, some crazy production that's amazing, you know. But I think for more the artist-driven element, it's kind of lacking that integrity and the real, you know, that's why, you know, these two, you know, vocalists are so exciting because they're mm-hmm. each, they each bring to the table just themselves and they're raw mm-hmm. and they're real and you can always depend that you're going to get some, you know, your soul is more fulfilled mm-hmm. listening to stuff like that than it is, you yeah. know, I can't relate to, it just, I can't relate to most of the stuff that is that 14 to 18 year old demographic, you know, it's mm-hmm. not my stuff. But I'm going to, I'm going to give you this term and please don't take it the wrong way, but when I listen to it, I, I listen to it a couple of times and it was like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with a slice of filet mignon, a nice cacophony of the top and the bottom, and it's like pushed together and made a nice little sandwich. That sounds delicious. That sounds pretty <laughs> I know no one would ever do that. Put that. <laughs> well, you know what? We've been talking about it. I think we should let the audience hear this song. They've been waiting long enough, all right? Feed the people. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here they are with Occupy. Decoding what the meaning is behind all the bullfeces spit Feeding information for knowledge, starvation This is part of what my thesis is At the rate of this, it's imperative I say this ish Food and beverage graduated waitresses Sixteen-year-olds having baby TV networks Taping it? This right here is basic-ish Spend all day on Facebook, really don't ain't facing-ish Only writing permanence, no way I'm erasing this Force feed them what they fed us, see how they like the taste of it Yeah Wall Street, occupying Oakland, occupations, unemployment, employment's not open, full-time looking for work, it's absurd what I'm observing. This is the time that we live in. I don't know about you, but I'm ready to get something done, and I think these young people can help me do it out, you know, uh, work things, work a few things through, and uh, bring a message to the people. So, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to lay on the line, what is this all about? Zach. <laughs> <laughs> What's it all about? Um, this is all about just reality and a reality check, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, things have kind of transpired to a, a pretty bizarre state of affairs, and uh, yes. most people are not happy. They're, you know, uh, 
unhealthy, you know, mentally, physically, and uh, it's time for people to wake up again and realize, you know, the God-given power that each of us has. And, uh, you know, so this song really, it came together completely organically, and, and that's kind of our message as well. Mm -hmm. You know, with, uh, you know, the way things are these days, it's uh, it was time to kind of bring together, you know, a message that is just positive and, you know, hopefully inspiring to people that, you know, they can start creating that positive energy and that positive yes. vibe within themselves. Yeah, because we've been too much into the me generation. Now it's about us and we. We've got to bring it back to that. That's the only way to get the power. You know, we can't do it alone. No man's the island, of course. <clears throat> Excuse me. And there are strength in numbers, and, and this is a testimony to that. So um, what, do you, what do you think, Drea or Caitlin? Um, Give me your words. Yeah, I mean, I personally, um, you know, I like to... I like to lay it all on the line when it comes to me and my music. I don't. I don't really leave. I don't, I don't really have any secrets. Um, I write exactly what I feel. I write very, very momentary. So, I mean, for me, I kind of felt like I did do everything right. Right. I mean, I graduated high school. I, I went to a very uh, a prominent college. I, I do have the student loans, but for some reason, I, I, I felt like I was living a full-time life on a part-time paycheck and mm. I felt like everybody's kind of doing that mm -hmm. it's like wh where's the break you know like if you follow the the rules that society gives you when it comes to this is how you have to be successful you have to get good grades and you have to get into college and right. you have to get good grades there and then you will get that job yes but um, that's not the case that's really not the case I mean you know when you graduate college you've got these student loans you have no idea what you signed <laughs> Um, and, and you're getting offered your life away. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and, and, and the first job you get, they're like, yeah, 30,000 entry level. And you're like, what? what? I, owe I just paid 100,000. I would get 30. <laughs> right? and, it's like, and it's like, it's sad because it's, you know, I mean, I have friends that had children young and mm. I mean, they're in a way, in a sense, kind of worse off than me because now they have to teach their children to follow the right path mm -hmm. when, they don't even really know what that is. Mm. So um, it just really kind of hit home to me when my bank account wasn't really growing, but my bills were mm. mounting. So it was like, how do I, what do I do? You know, and I figured I'd talk about it. And, mm. and if enough people related, then we could really make something happen. Get they're done. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Um, I feel like I can totally relate to this movement just because, like, like Dre, I went to college. I did everything right. Mm -hmm. And I... I got a, a teaching degree, a music education degree, mm -hmm. and then oh, I get out of college, and then they cut all of our programs. Wow. So, <laughs> you know, that, they cut the arts, something? they cut you know, yeah. things that you think things that like it was a program that helped me through school under, and understanding what I was going to be mm -hmm. doing with my life, and mm -hmm. it it was something that was there, and I I always, you know, I always knew that that it was the most important. Subject mm -hmm. was music, mm -hmm. and and then now today they just cut those programs. So what? And they're still cutting. They're them. still cutting them. Yeah. They still are. How can people find you guys? Can you all give us some contact information? Um, uh, you guys can find me on Twitter. It's at the only Hudson. Um, also, I do have a SoundCloud. That's www.soundcloud.com backslash the Hudson. Um, yeah, email me Hudson four one three at gmail .com. I welcome any feedback, even if it's not positive. You, know. you can reach me at, uh, at Zach Bromberg uh, on Twitter and then um, soundcloud.com slash Zach Bromberg. Um, and my contact information is all linked up in there.
Thank you. Okay. And you can reach me. Uh, my Twitter account is at, at music with Kate. And, um, and then I have a, a Facebook music page. It's Caitlin McKenzie Music. And right. it's CAI. Yes, CAI. CAI. Great. Well, I thank you guys for sharing your time, your life, and your experiences with me. And I want you to definitely keep in touch, and we're going to do some things. Thank you. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you so much. Thank you. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Thank Ladies and gentlemen, this has been a wonderful spotlight moment with Drea, Zach, and Caitlin. There'll be more right after this. digging through my PC and came upon this interesting bio. It goes something like this. Pulling apart reggae. Putting it back together again. With a dose of hip-hop. A dash of rock. And a whole lot of soul. Dread Days. Tunes up the positive vibrations and turns traditional reggae on its ear. The powerful sound they bring forth is uniquely their own and their music speaks their truth in no uncertain terms. Dread Days was conceived in Los Angeles, but is a child of the world stage. Their authentic desire to use their music to open minds, change vibes, and spread a message of peace and unity shines through in every song and has captured the ears of listeners across all genres as well as promoters throughout the U.S. and around the world. Together, Nahashi, lead vocalist, Brian Ward, Belfast, guitar and vocals, Donu on drums, DJ Thurgood, DJ and percussion, Steve on bass, Billy on lead guitar, form Dread Days, and I have... Nahashi in studio with me today. How you doing, brother? One love, one love. I'm yeah, uh, welcome, man. All your wonderful, <laughs> wonderful listeners out there. That's right. Yes, so. yes, yes. I'm so happy to have you here today. Thank you very much, my brother. Thank you. You've been Thank working you. on this pleasure. for a minute. Yes, yeah. <laughs> And the universe and the stars lined it up, and here we are. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Good things in time. Right? Yes, Most and I've been nice following things. you guys around. You know, I caught you at the House that. of Blues yes, like exactly. last year, yeah. and I just caught you at the Key Club recently. You've been doing your thing. 
How, how's it been for you? It's been all right, man. It's been good. Um, you know, it's a, it's a, um, music and, and life is a, it's a, it's a balance. So mm-hmm. the main thing is just keeping that balance, you know, and at times you can get a little, uh, but that's what makes everything, you know, still yeah. formulate and that's right. become well, you know, but you have to make it well. So right. yeah, that's what you we strive to do. Right. You can't expect it to be. You exactly. Must make it. <laughs> you must make it, especially these days. I don't know why they try to cook up on us, but we have to like recook yes. what they're cooking up on right. us. You know what I mean? That's the only way we're going to um, make it through. And mm-hmm. definitely, you know, you have to keep a good foundation and, and strength with, you know, have your spirit strong. Man, yes, because, definitely. Know, spirit. Spirituality. Yeah. You got to keep your faith up. You must. You must. High. <laughs> so I know you've been doing this for quite a while, but and you've seen a lot of change, you know, through the decades and through the time. Um, what are your feelings about the, the direction we're headed in right now? Hmm, as far as music, and um, man, that's a whole another thing. It's um, as um, someone coined the new iTunes generation mm-hmm. because everything is so computer and online, and you know, people don't buy albums or CDs or anymore. It's mm-hmm. about, so things are downloads. Yeah, so. <laughs> It's like they want the world to be like a big, humongous corporation, it seems, you know. Mm. Um, but we really, as musicians, really have to keep it organic. I mean, technology and enhancement is part of life. And, yes. You know, it's a beautiful thing. But everything in balance, you know. Things nowadays, if you're not, they make it to where if you're not keeping up to date with the technology that you're left behind. Right. And it shouldn't be That's that That's a shame, yeah. Very much so, because... What happened to the organic essence of, of the truth, mm-hmm. humanness, and losing? I mean, people, communication, you know, everything oh, is texting yes. and no one communicates. They don't talk. Right. They talk exactly. at each other, right. not to each other. Yes, exactly. Or with. Exactly, you know? exactly, exactly. And that is very much, you think, you wonder what's really going on, but that's really, I think, by design. That's really by design. It's like we're being led down a path, you know, like sheep. Like her being, you know, cornered and 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 let down the mm-hmm. past. So we have to really realize what's really going on behind the scenes, and really have to change it. And that takes dialogue. It takes unity. It takes people coming together, mm-hmm. true coming together. And because a lot of people really, from musicians and people in this in everyday life, it seems like they know something is going on, mm-hmm. but they can't put their finger on it. Right. And the ones that can't put their finger on it, they say, "Well, what can we do?" Mm-hmm. But if we do. And keep on saying that. It's going to stay the same. It's going to stay the same. You know what I mean? (laughs) So things can be done. You just have to find your own way of doing it. Right. And And in a positive way. Definitely has to be positive. Definitely has to be positive. And that right there, the Most High will bless because um, anything that's proper and good will always, um, anything that's quality will always last. That's right. And that's just. That's how it is. That's how it is. There's no going around that. You know what I mean? Right. It may be a little bump in the road and everything, but you know if it's quality and if it's um, good and proper, it would definitely have a longevity. Mm-hmm. Now, being, speaking of moving forward and onward, upward, are you working on any new things right now? Yes, we are. We are. Yeah. We are. We definitely um, we are working on a new album to the follow-up to The Wall. Right. I know it's been a time, um, folks, it's like, man, when the music is coming out, when, when, when. Yeah. But as I said, we want to make it to the next level of mm-hmm. what our first debut album was. Mm-hmm. And we want to bring some other little vibes in. And we also, the main thing is to make it quality and make it 
beautiful to your end. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. that takes a little time. Yeah. It has been taking a little time because it takes resources and yes. things to make things the like that happen. Has to simmer for yeah, that. exactly. Let those ingredients, you know, exactly. mesh exactly. and gel. You can't just throw anything <laughs> out there. Some people could throw anything out there yeah. and they could sell and they could right. do. But everybody has their path, and because one man does one thing, that doesn't mean another man would have the same success at that. So you have to find what your success for vibe can be That's right. and do it. You know? right. And ours is taking time and making sure everything is right and proper mm. because when people judge you, they're going to judge you and say, eh, well, that wasn't uh, you, you know what I mean? So we want to make sure that when it leaves us, yeah. that we're cool and right. saying, okay, well, do your judgment. Judge right. on, you know? All right. we're, we're comfortable in this <laughs> right, here, right You know. So let me, let me flip it for a minute. Please. So besides all this business and music, I mean, what do you do for fun? Just... just Man, what do I do? Yeah, yeah. relax. What I do? I like the beach. Okay. I go hiking. You know, I live in LA, so I'm always um, Runyon Park up in Griffith Mm -hmm. um, Park, and you know, I like to just relax. I like solitude. I'm my only child as well, so the music makes me public. Mm -hmm. But as far as um, when I have my time to just expunge and despunge, as they say, Mm -hmm. yeah, I like to just kick it with myself and reason. Mm -hmm. You know, I read a lot. Always got to get some knowledge and um, learn about all things I understand all that, things of yeah. life and my mm-hmm. mom um, who passed on bless her soul um, that she lives within me um, mm-hmm. she was a chef so oh. I'm into good food okay. you know so, so you I cook you're a good cook no but I know no. how to eat well <laughs> you know how to eat yeah, well yeah so I know what tastes what's supposed to taste how it's supposed to taste so that's <laughs> you know what I mean yeah, yeah nice nice yeah okay so um how, now, how did you how did you guys all get together? Because you have a great team, right? You yeah. have a great group yeah. of people, I and mean, everybody has their own vibe. Yeah. We're not like everybody has their own yeah. essence and their own energy. Yeah, but we come together. It's kind of like a like um transformers, as yeah. they say. You know I mean, it's I mean? like when you when when I watch the show. Right. I mean, it's like. Everybody's got a performance going on, but they yeah, all go together. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You can you can look over here and see one thing. You can look over here, or you can just be like a tennis match. And be like, exactly. The, 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 exactly. I mean, how how did you guys meet all of you? Well, we've been friends for a while. We've been friends um, of Belfast and Donu. They were in a little band um, prior to um, called Liberation um, a few years back, mm-hmm. um, and I've known Belfast um, for a good a good uh, at least. Over 10 years, we've mm-hmm. all known each other, but then recently we just decided to, like, you know, formulate and come together mm-hmm. as a unit and everybody bring their own yeah. piece. Um, our bass player, brother Steve E. Ross, um, he was in other bands in LA, and it's like we ran in the same circles. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't until um, he came to one of our shows, and then we started dialoguing and powwowing. Um, and I've been friends with his sister. For a long time, we've been good friends, and so we've always I've always heard about what his vibe was and what he's doing, and yeah. such and such. And such. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't on. He came to one of our shows a couple of years back, um, and then it was like, "Yo, we need a bass player." And he's like, "I play bass," and that's how <laughs> that came. Yeah, right. yeah. So, so it's like we've all been in the same. We've all been together mm-hmm. as friends, or vibing in the same circles, mm-hmm. and then God brought us all together. Wonderful. To make one circle, nice. you know what I mean? Nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, I want to, I want to, um, you know, spill off some more of your your uh, bio here. Right. It's like you've, you guys have performed with many greats too, as well as being great yourself. I see here there's uh, Berez Hammond. 
Barrett, yeah. Barrett's Hammond. Yeah, good. Uh, um, Israel Vibrations. Vibrations, yeah. Uh, Abyssinia. Oswad. Oswad. You be 40. Be 40. Steel Pulse. Steel Pulse. Rest of development. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We open a few shows with Steel Pulse. That, that's California blessed. Side, uh, that's being blessed right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. We've, um, we've definitely worked with a lot of good acts, even um, acts of like Pato Bantan, mm. uh, Michael Rose, mm. um, Junior Reed. Egyptian, mm-hmm. um, Abyssinians, Abyssinians, yeah. bands also new bands coming up like Revolution, Iration, yes. um, you know. Um, so reggae has Ukla de Muk from um, Natural Vibrations from Hawaii. So mm-hmm. yeah, there's a lot of a lot of good bands in reggae that come together, and it's good to be able to um, to vibe and to see exactly because that's what Bob said. Bob said reggae is for the world, mm. and we see that reggae is around the world and. Every country has their own vibe and feel of reggae mm-hmm. that they bring to the table. Yes, you know. So it's all. So it's not just coming out of Jamaica anymore. Mm-hmm. Now, you know. Yeah. And that's another issue. Okay. Can we yeah. hold on to that. Please, I wanna, please. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back. Um, I want to get a little deeper when we get right back. But hang in there. Go, go, relax yourself. Go get something to refresh yourself. Come on back with some more with Nahashi and Uncle Earl here on the Underground Experience. breath of fresh air and I'm feeling good and uh, I'd like to go down a little deeper into this music industry philosophies the way it is the way it was the way it should be so I pose this to you my brother yes uncle what are your feelings about the situation with musicians promoters clubs audience that relationship right right 
how is that mixture to you these days? Is it is it copacetic? Is it working? Um, to a certain extent, it does work at times when mm-hmm. everything, as you say, aligns and flows well. Mm-hmm. But in the big picture of it all, it's really very. It's, it's madness. It's, mm. it's really madness. It's, it's become a little disjointed. Very disjointed. Very yeah. disjointed. I mean, you know, I guess we can speak on it because mm. it, it is known. It's prevalent. Exactly. It's, yeah. And I'm sure people that go to see live music understand and have been through it. Um, you want to buy tickets for my show. You want to pay at the door. Um, so, and then the audience members come into these venues and they'll see their band. They may be a reggae band. Uh, rock band uh, um, country band or hip hop artist mm-hmm. and they'll stay for their this is my friend I come <laughs> to support yeah. and then when your friend is finished performing <laughs> you're out, you, the you are out the door <laughs> you know when ultimately a night of music I'm just speaking from what I heard my mom and people of her generation say mm-hmm. when they went out they went out for a night yes. to an establishment an mm-hmm. establishment that they were used to that they knew mm-hmm. had quality music quality food trust vibes. and respected exactly yeah. and that venue or that promoter who was handling that venue would bring acts in mm-hmm. to entertain to that audience to their audience right not telling the entertainer to sell tickets not telling the entertainer to invite friends mm-hmm. that's unheard of mm-hmm. that's unheard of so mm-hmm. we as musicians coming to in this, this day this is what we're in we're in the stage of we're making flyers we're promoting mm-hmm. venues right we're promoting right. shows right. so we're spending money on flyers we're spending money on cards we're spending money on to promote a venue for a night mm-hmm. right now if it works out beautiful sometimes if it doesn't work out it's it's not so beautiful, it's not so beautiful <laughs> right but then if the establishment gets mad at the artists for not bringing in a certain amount of people mm-hmm. that really shouldn't be the main thing the venue should respect the artist for bringing in quality music yes. and the venue itself should be established if you're established on a block for years and years <laughs> you should have promotions for your yeah, restaurant in, set up for already. your venue for you. yeah. that should be part before you even get into a business every mm-hmm. business they advertise, mm-hmm. so to speak. They market themselves so people know what they're about. Right. Venues should not rely on bands to be their marketing tool, but right. that's what it seems the Yeah, it's flipped around. It's flipped around. And we be. need to de-stress that situation. And they guise it. These promoters, what's so funny is that mm. they guise it, because I've heard a lot of bands um, in different and all genres say that, oh, if your band business is not proper or good, then you must be lacking. So <laughs> it's like what well, we're supposed true. to come with um, quality music, quality lyrics, quality shows, also with marketing, also with branding. And 100,000 people. And 100,000 people. <laughs> Bring friends. That's, you know, I have a couple of friends who are in bands and they're always looking on Craigslist and all these promoters are like, if you have a lot of friends or if you have a lot of audience hit us up and we'll book you here and we'll book you there but don't you know you know the thing about that they fail to realize is that just because you have fans they're not all here exactly they're around the world around the world so you are flying for a night we're yeah exactly <laughs> we're, 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 we're global we yeah. strive to be global yeah. so and if you have say for instance four shows in LA is your audience lit, I mean 
think about it, going to really come out four times for that month. Mm -hmm. They may come out one or two times, mm -hmm. but you can't really expect them to come out every single time that mm -hmm. you. So it has to be a mix. Yeah, it needs to be a to, give and take. It, it needs to be, to be a be. better relationship. we got to work on that. And these venues are making money. You know, they are yeah. making money. Yeah. Um, I know with business and with things and everything is high and inflation and, yeah, gas is high. And, yeah, but it for all, everybody. But it all plays a part. It all yeah. plays a part. And if you want music in your establishment, especially live music, I think that um, you should be willing to, as I say, break bread, mm -hmm. you know. But then again, um, you know, there's a lot of, and what makes that even is that a lot of bands lack the unity and the camaraderie right. together to keep that unity and that vibe together to where we're not taking right. this, we're not taking this, we're not taking this. Now, if they get really done in, mm -hmm. then that's when they're like making a lot of noise and, no, right. that's not right. <laughs> but if you were unified from the beginning you wouldn't even have to go through what you just went through mm -hmm. because you would already know that this is how it is and this person is how it is and this because we have that dialogue yes. but pretty much it's just it's a cutthroat everything is yes. is um, every man for themselves and you know what I think earlier it bleeds from reality reality um, TV that's been pushed on us mm -hmm. for so much for so many years the now. Ad it's a, star generation it's a, it's, a, it's a conditioning because when you look mm -hmm. at those shows not all the shows now because my mom she loved The Amazing Race <laughs> we used to watch it all the time <laughs> yeah. you know, she really loved it I kind of vibe that but yeah. your other shows that your big brother and the other little small shows from different but the underlying vibe of all the little shows are conflict mm -hmm. critiquing mm -hmm. judgmental mm -hmm. Backbiting, mm -hmm. conniving, mm -hmm. scheming, Fighting. all in the guise of ambition. <laughs> yeah. When I thought ambition was striving properly yes. for your goal, yes. but now ambition is doing whatever it takes, <laughs> and that means whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. That's, Taking somebody that's down. That's a scary even. thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. When they say that's a broad spectrum. That's broad. So I think with all of that conditioning and vibes that's been going on from the airwaves and coming into people's homes and people's lives and people dealing and human beings we already have that yes situation amongst us so when we're being fed that mm -hmm. i think we take it and then we become to live it mm. in our daily lives mm -hmm. and probably having conflict and arguments with people for no reason and judging, <laughs> judging people for no reason you're like why am i doing this it's because You've been watching all these TV shows. Right. You've been conditioned. You've been, mm -hmm. you know, so it bleeds. It bleeds mm -hmm. in. Because so everybody's a, living on the edge. Exactly. I mean, on the edge of that nerve. And everything's <laughs> an influence. You influence me. I influence you. That's what these human beings, that's how we belt in this mm -hmm. world that we call the one world. You know what I mean? So yes. ultimately, people just have to realize. Realize really what's being done to them, what's being done to their children in many ways. And just have to understand. And have conversations about it. Definitely. Communication. Definitely. You have to. Back you to communication. To. Like how families used to get together at least once a week and sit and talk. Well, how was your week? What was your day? What did you do? What do you think about this? Right. No one does that anymore. But why? Because you have mom and dad driving in from Lancaster, Victorville, mm -hmm. Reno Valley, Orange County, into L.A., Century City, Santa Monica, mm -hmm. Brentwood, three hours, two mm -hmm. hours a, mm -hmm. a day, back and forth, waking up early in the morning getting home at nine yeah so yeah what do you think so by the time you get home you're burnt man you're like <laughs> kids have jumping around and you're like because you, you have to get up get your vibe ready and get yeah to do it the same thing right. again that has to wear on people that has to that's wear true. on people and that's really not caught true up in living. the machine exactly in the machine. that's not really true living true living is being able to just relax 
have leisure, not leisure where you're just lazy sleeping, but to where you could open up your mind and your thoughts and, as you say, take that breath, mm -hmm. that, that, you know, that mm -hmm. enjoyment. And it shouldn't be, you shouldn't have to pay no money for that either, I feel. You know, you should right. be able to do that on a, on a basis of, but everything is so, the world, yeah. The <laughs> but world there, is, there, hey, there is hope, and it's up to people like you and me. Exactly. To spread it and share it. So on that note, I would love for you to bless the underground experience with a spiritual message for the uh, people. Definitely, definitely. We want to say to the underground folks, blessings and one love to you all. Um, the Most High God keep you all strong and keep you good and keep your families good and keep you aware, especially in these times. You have to be aware of your surroundings and what's really going on in the, not only in your area, but, you know, we're all connected. As I said many times before, it's not only about giving love to the people that you know. It's about people that you don't know, your neighbor, your stranger, people down the street, people in another country. And relate, because we're all relatable and we all live in this place together. And only when we truly, truly have that understanding of what we're here for, then, you know, we'll know who we are. So when we know who we are within, we're able to give those proper vibrations out to the people that need those vibrations because we're all in need. I may feeling low. You say some words to me. I'm feeling good. Mm -hmm. You're feeling low. I say some words to you. You're feeling good. That's how it has to be. The world isn't perfect and none of us are perfect, but we could strive definitely, I think, a little better to have a little bit more compassion, um, overstanding because I said before with the reality shows, everything is lower base. They mm -hmm. want to, because we're built with lower base and higher base. The higher base is your compassion, your mm -hmm. love, unconditional love, caring, sharing. Your lower base is like your lust, greed, mm -hmm. envy. And all that is within all human beings at all times, within myself, mm -hmm. everybody. But it's about where do you want to place those frequencies? Mm -hmm. Do you want to place the compassion and love and caring and sharing in your higher frequency? And then everything else will be the lower frequency. So mm -hmm. if you have to deal with that, you know, you have to deal with that on, right. on a different base. Nice. But the main thing is is to always have love, always have good vibrations for people around you um, and give the best. And mm. The best will follow you, and just like Twitter. You do good works, <laughs> good works will follow. That's, All right. you know, so they, they, they know the vibes. They know the vibes. You know. All right, my man. Well, thank you so much for shedding some light love and understanding thank you girl thank you for Come having the world, me the hours and thank you for supporting your days oh man you know, you know i'm gonna be there anytime yeah, you call i'm there i appreciate that, you know that right? <laughs> <for that. laughs> all right ladies and gentlemen this has been a wonderful spotlight moment with nahashi of the dread days there'll be more right after this the house you know getting any food or clothes they give me then I handed it
Mm, mm. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? This is Uncle Earl, your host, Captain, and DJ on the Underground Experience. I am feeling good, alive, and I feel like I got some young juice up in me. Don't take it the wrong way. You know what I mean. Anyway, here it is, ladies and gentlemen. Breaking news. Here is the world premiere of Unity Come Together by Uncle Earl and the Underground Experience featuring... Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? This is Uncle Earl, your host, Captain, and DJ on the Underground Experience. I am feeling good, alive, and I feel like I got some young juice up in me. Don't take it the wrong way. You know what I mean. Anyway, here it is, ladies and gentlemen. Breaking news. Here is the world premiere of Unity Come Together by Uncle Earl and the Underground Experience featuring Roach Killer, Third Rail, Pam Threats and Oaxaca Khan occupy the industry. This is our anthem. Check it out. Right now we're living in real difficult times. It's harder and harder to be able to look into a child's face. We got to stick together Going through so much stormy weather Do you want to face it alone? Occupy New York. 
walking alley, sleeping on the concrete, just to get your attention to mention that we out here hungry.